Welcome to SPR, Scholastic Public Radio, a series of podcasts specifically designed to build your product knowledge and enhance your selling strategies. Today, we're talking about strategies for integrating our digital personalized learning tools into customer conversations. I'm Rebecca Danilchak, Director of Learning Design and Professional Learning, and joining me today is Dana Hollander, Director of Digital Instruction in the West. Welcome, Dana. Dana, you've been in the DDI role now for about a year. Can you share a little bit about your role and how you work to support the sales of our personalized learning solutions? And I do want to highlight that I said personalized learning, even though your title suggests you work with digital products. So can you also elaborate on that language and why we want to make that conscious shift? Hi, Rebecca. Absolutely. Yes, Director of Digital Instruction. But we want to be thoughtful about how we approach the digital conversation with our partners. They're not usually seeking out new digital products. What they are seeking are personalized learning opportunities for their students and a way to make a purposeful and impactful teaching and learning decisions for their stakeholders. Personalized learning refers to instruction in which the pace of the learning and the instructional approach are optimized for the needs of the learner. Typically, technology is used to try to facilitate personalized learning environments, and when applied correctly, personalized learning can move mountains for students. It means that assignments and instructions are tailored to the individual student's needs and skills. It allows the teacher to bring more robust, useful, and varied material into the classroom. This type of approach is what moves us from vendor to partner as we collaborate to build solutions for a customer. Dana, that's a great explanation. Um, it does sound like the DDI role has evolved since you came on board though. So can you share with us where that evolution has taken the role and what your focus is now? Sure. We talk to stakeholders, both, both internal and external about the scholastic ecosystem. We see digital as a part of a total solution that a partner would benefit from being a part of. We are here, of course, to do formal presentations. We love to do that of mm -hmm. our digital products, and we spend a lot of time supporting customers in meetings and in events. We gather information on customer needs, strategize about possible solutions, and help make connections between existing scholastic implementations of print resources and the benefits of really adding a digital program Maybe more importantly, we are able to navigate those objections that regularly come up when you start a digital conversation. Well, I know that that insight comes from talking about digital programs for a long time in a number <laughs> of different roles with different companies. So with all of that valuable experience you bring to the table, how do you navigate the conversations to understand the need that our digital solutions can address. And so basically what questions do you ask? Yeah, so, so I like to stay really open and really big picture before I drill down into a solution. Uh, I find myself asking different questions really depending on the time that I'm brought into the conversation and who I'm meeting with. So if I'm meeting with a district office, uh, I typically look at the strategic plan. I frame some of the questions around their goals that are, they're addressing and their challenges. 
If I'm with a building leader or an instructional coach, I might look at the climate as I walk in the building, the artwork I see on the walls, and really have some open-ended questions that gets them talking about what they're proud of and maybe where they want to go or some of the challenges that they might see day to day. I almost never use the word digital in those early stages of the fact-finding, but rather questions and discussions around what the digital does. So personalizing the learning experience, giving students choice, how are they delighting students, uh, how are they getting information that really helps adjust um, what teachers are doing. Well, that makes perfect sense, and I love that part about delighting students, by the way. So what about the strategies that are most effective in positioning our solutions? There have been a lot of successful sales, both large and small, um, that I think we can replicate in every territory. So I know each sale is a little different, but are there lessons learned that you can share? Oh, sure. And I love the word delight, too. It makes you smile when you say it. (laughs) uh, I I think it's knowing that the digital space has become very crowded and that our customers every day are bombarded with email prospecting, cold calling, uh, invitations to events, uh, to be pitched solutions that may not uh, fit within uh, the, the systems that they're working in or they're currently using. So they bought many of these solutions. And oftentimes we have to overcome that objection that they have too much digital. So our greatest value is that the Scholastic brand and a Scholastic ecosystem. So capitalizing on those existing relationships and brand recognition uh, to share with them tools that fit within the products that they're using from Scholastic is really a winning formula. It makes their life easier. Well, we certainly want to do that whenever we can. So let's circle back to that issue, though, of objections, because I think this may be one of the most challenging aspects of selling digital products especially for those in the field who have not had a lot of experience in this area. So what are the objections you encounter most frequently and how do you overcome those? Well, like in any conversation, I like to acknowledge the objection. Um, We like to make sure that we're hearing them, but I don't give up with that initial objection. I think that's a, that's something that happens to all of us. I really try to, uh, Try to, I, I try really to focus on the how of what we offer in the ecosystem and what they do in those aspects when we partner with, that, uh, with teachers for, and students and families. But I do have some, um, ex- some examples that might be helpful that we could try. Okay, so, so let's try a few. If I post them, um, will you respond like you would in a customer conversation? I'll try. I think I can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's try it. Um, so first objection. We already have a digital tool that does blank. It does blank. I'm so happy to hear that you're integrating digital tools that really help students succeed. What have you liked best about those? Are there any challenges? And then how are those fitting within your goals of independent reading, addressing the summer slide, and family engagement? Okay, that was great. Let's try a second one. Um, we have a digital approval process that requires blank. So this is the same uh, objection that we often get when they're looking at scholastic literacy. What they're really telling us is they have a process. So we want to honor and learn about that process. So I might say, 
thank you for bringing up that approval process. Can you walk me through each step so I can bring the right resources to support your process? We have a DDI, which is me, uh, an implement, uh, implementation director, a technology audit, user experience managers, and lots of other ways that we help you along the way from health checks uh, and other ways that we help you. First off, when is your product expiring, that existing product you're using? How many products are you reviewing? Have you put together your committee or your, and your criteria? I'd like to have my DDI come in and give you a brief navigation experience and plan out how we'll support you throughout this process. Nice. Okay. Um, how about the objection, we don't have money for supplemental programs? We all know budgets are tight and we see this as a part and we see this as a part of your kindergarten readiness, maybe first with a print book, richness of your summer school program and expanding your collection with more scholastic titles. It really isn't an additional program that we add on to. Good. Okay. Um, how about when they say we are looking for something that integrates with blank? I say uh, I'm so happy to hear that. We have a partnership with Clever and Google Classroom, as well as other partnerships we're developing. We know integration and a smooth rollout is one of the most important parts of a su successful implementation. We have put together a team that will support you all along the way. Our digital director of instruction would like to meet with you and we'll work to put together our implementation uh, team to support your rostering and student uploads. Uh, they'll also help us with coordinating health checks and those and help you use those reports that will maximize usage and, and teacher and student engagement. Excellent. Okay, here's one you mentioned before. We have too many digital programs and we aren't looking for anything more. Okay, let's see. Those are, let's see, I'd say uh, there are many digital programs out there right now and we've heard from leaders that inter that integration i'm sorry i'll start that one over again <laughs> let's see there no we all have to think about how we do those right so there are many digital programs out there so wait hey dana before yeah. you start is it okay if i go ahead and ask rebecca to repose the question and then jump into yes. it yeah, let, let me let me read my answer real quick to myself um, okay. before. I, OK, so there are many digital programs out there right now, and we've heard from leaders that integration. OK, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. 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 OK, Rebecca, in three, two, one. We have too many digital programs and we aren't looking for anything more. Well, there are many digital programs out there right now, and we've heard from many leaders that integration with other programs doesn't work really well. Wouldn't it be great if those ready-to-go libraries that you've purchased from us could be integrated into your digital resource in a really meaningful way? I like the way you made that connection. That's great. Um, so let's try um, one more. How about, we are worried about too much screen time, so we don't want to add anything. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that that's a concern. We wouldn't want to ask that you add anything that doesn't enhance that quality teaching time. 
I know that you have many students that take part in that after-school program and that there's devices available as well as devices when they leave to go home with their parents or their family members. Wouldn't it be great to have them utilize a program like Literacy Pro where they can pick their own books for independent reading or play a game at home that gives the teacher valuable data right away that they can adjust those lessons and really support kids the next morning? Daniel, that was really helpful to hear your responses to the most common objections. So my last question for you before we wrap up today is I have heard you share some great tips with the field. So what are your top five? Top five. Okay, let's see. Uh, I think, think of digital not as a separate solution, but as part of the scholastic ecosystem. Part of what you present when you're talking about our collections, early learning, face or summer school. That's number one. Number two, use your iPad. Don't show the digital with a brochure. Be ready to do a quick demo and show them something that's easy as a hook to make a connection. Also, the internet, internet may not work at every site, but that doesn't mean we have to stop carrying our iPad. We just have to start carrying it and try using it. Number three, Leave behind something tangible that connects people with a digital solution with something they're already, uh, that's already part of our partnership. That might be putting some stickers with the digital demo on a print book that they have in a collection or a collection that you're positioning for them. Number four, keep trying to incorporate this into every conversation. Collaborate with your colleagues, with your DDI, with, with all of the different strategic partners you have to really figure out how to integrate, integrate that into your conversations. Number five, uh, use a PowerPoint slide that you might have on your iPad so that you can show those videos, those two to three minute videos to customers. And then give them that access code to the demo right away before you leave, because that really helps with momentum. And a little pro tip, take a picture of the access code and have it on your device so that you don't have to try to remember it. I never can remember it unless I, I look at the, the exact code. That's a great tip. Thank you so much, Dana. Um, you have provided such helpful information and it's hopefully gonna guide conversations with our school and district partners and really help us to build those comprehensive solutions that always include our personalized learning tools to support them. And thank you account executives for tuning in to today's episode. Mm -hmm.